Hey, thank you to our listeners again. I love when they just cheer us on like that. Uh, but I, what I like to say is welcome, welcome to Barbershop.talk podcast. Oh, it took a little time to get that out this time around. But anyway, in this podcast, we talk about concerns. Concerns facing you, issues facing your community. You talked about it in the barbershop on Saturday, and we are going to talk about it today on our podcast. And hello, my name is J-Rod, and I am here with my co-host, KC. Thank you, J-Rod. It's a pleasure to co-host Barbershop.talk podcast here in Alpha Way Studios. I look forward to presenting topics we discussed in the shop, as well as the manner in which we discuss them. This would include the gamut from analytical to anecdotal, from critique to humor and fun, all in an attempt to present to the audience the real flavor of Barbershop Talk. That's right. We're talking about Barbershop.talk. Now, also, uh, yes, we are here in Indianapolis in Out the Way Studio. Uh, you know, last week, uh, Casey, I forgot to introduce our artificial intelligence. And so, you know, I, I apologize, Arthur, but I'm going to give you a chance to go ahead and introduce yourself uh, right now, if you'd be so kind. Don't be Rude. stubborn. Don't be stubborn. Hello, my name is Arthur. Okay, there you good. Oh, very good, Arthur. Now, at one time, I, I started to call change the name to Archie. I prefer to be called Arthur. Yeah, you made that clear, right? <laughs> <laughs> you made that clear, so we are definitely going to call you Arthur. All right, now, KC said that we're going to talk about, uh, or at least give you the real flavor of the barbershop, which simply means we're going to try to recreate some of the conversation that was said in the barbershop or talked about or discussed in the barbershop Saturday. And again, it was a dandy because it was on history. It was uh, about history in school. Yeah, and, and the the lack of uh, true history. <laughs> oh, okay, wait a minute. Hold on, hold on, hold on. What do you mean by the lack of true history? What are you talking about? Well, the whitewashing of history. Uh, you know, we we know several historical accounts of things that have gone on in this country, but you wouldn't get them from reading the history books that are there in the schools. Oh, now that's a very good point. That is an excellent point because a lot of things in school that I found out uh, is not quite right. Yeah. Uh, in fact, let me tell you about this one thing they was talking about. They was talking about the, the Statue of Liberty, right? Mm -hmm. So now before I get into it, I'm, I'm just going to have to ask you, Casey. So what do you know? Or what, or what, what did you learn in school about this Statue of Liberty? Tell us that. Okay, that it was a gift from France. Um, and in school, they said it was a gift for our centennial or our 100th anniversary as a country. And um, uh, I do know that uh, they, they made the statue originally uh, in school now. They said that they was delivering the statue. Something happened along the way on the delivery. So they had to take it back to fix it because it got damaged or something. And then, so we got it like four years later than when it was originally going to present it to us. Oh, okay. Well, it's similar to what I learned in school. It says the Statue of Liberty was designed by this uh, French artist. It was a symbol of American freedom. And it was placed in a New York Harbor. And I think it was dedicated on October 28, 1886. So that is about the extent of the information. So it sounds like our information is very similar. Mm -hmm. um, but I heard this. I heard there was a major controversy 
uh, in regards to the Statue of Liberty. And so there's been many claims uh, on the internet and elsewhere. In fact, I found it on uh, TikTok that the Statue of Liberty was originally intended to celebrate the end of slavery in the United States following the end of the Civil War and that the motto of the Statue of Liberty was of a Black woman. Now, that is what I heard. And so that prompted uh, my research. Now, I found it, what they were talking about, and so I'm going to play it for you, but I found it on TikTok. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's see what we have here. It was by this guy who's also is apparently a teacher. New hashtag, what I learned. So being a teacher, I feel obligated to educate. So y'all know about the Statue of Liberty, right? Yeah, the one in New York. It was sculpted by Frederick August Bartholdi. I don't know if that's how you say his name. That's just how it sounded in my head. Anywho, history would have you believe that it was a gift from the French to the U.S. Wrong. It was a gift from the French to the slaves, marking the end of slavery, and the U.S. would be a new light to the world, hence the name Statue of Liberty enlightening the world. Oh, when that statue got here, yo, it was a black chick that had broken her chain. She had a fro and everything. So they had to call the artist back in, and he was pissed. They were like, folks, we can't have that. And he was like, what? She's black. Derek was like, I thought y'all beat slavery already. Bro, Cleveland was like, nah. So he switched it up a little bit, but he left the chains on. So that's why the Statue of Liberty has chains. The biggest whitewashing. So there's a new hat. All right. Did you hear that? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. So, I mean, that really got me fired up. I said, like, wait a minute now. Come on. Now, we just talked about it was from a French artist that over here in the United States as a gift. That's what we all know. But we didn't hear about that part. Now, I did notice that you said in school that uh, they said something was wrong, so they sent it back. They tried to, to the, the whitewashing was that it got damaged on the initial journey over here. And so that's why I had to go back. So they had to have a cover story why I got sent back. Okay, so so they said it was, it was damaged. Uh, okay. Yeah, originally, <laughs> yeah, yeah, originally it, was supposed to, it, it, it came in 1882, originally. And it was sent back, and the, they were saying it was damaged. Okay, all right. All right. But anyway, this this got a lot of steam. And in fact, uh, the United States really rejected this argument. And there was an argument, there was an article in US Today. So said Arthur, um, would you be so kind to give us an overview in Arthur, I mean overview of that article in US Today? Here's a high-level overview of the article in USA Today. The U.S. rejected France's first gift of a Statue of Liberty, which was extended as a tribute to freedom of former black slaves, and replaced the face of the statue with a white woman face, and the face was never an image of a black female slave. (laughs) Wow. Now, this this will kiss me. This This will kiss me, Casey. Why in the heck that the United States felt compelled compelled to reject this and said no that is not true it was never a black woman's face it was always white <laughs> you know it was not here to celebrate the freedom of slaves that is a bunch of hogwash because i did some homework i really did i did some homework yes thank you thank you i do research that's right i'm not one of these people that just heard it and believe it i actually did some uh, 
research. But what is your reaction off of that, that the United States reject this, this story that you just heard? Oh, not surprising. Uh, and, and that's kind of what got all this going, uh, because there were some people that wanted to correct the history in our history books. And this issue actually came up about a year ago. And the Trump administration uh, did a big pushback on that. And they was calling, you know, they're trying to rewrite our history. And then it was like, yeah, but we just want to tell it accurately. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Okay, Arthur, this is what I got for you, Arthur. I, I just need for you to just um, find some information for me on this topic. Find me some information on um, the Statue of Liberty. I have attained my information from the Museum of the City of New York. They validated that recently they have received many questions about the statue's origins, and it is among the museum's most frequently received inquiries. Okay. Why do these guys always go over to the place? <laughs> you know, Arthur Sparrow, man. I mean, he's artificial intelligence, but he's always looking for more intelligence. So I, I have to applaud him in this case. I don't know. Sometimes I just wish he just... Shut up! <laughs> That's right. Just shut up. <laughs> Shut up. That's right. <laughs> okay. All right, Arthur. Can you, uh, Arthur, can you just tell me what I need to know? Just tell me what you found, please. This is what I have found. There is a sculpture made from terracotta, holds some clues around the rumors concerning the statue's origins. Okay, okay, okay. Wait a minute. You said that there was a, a sculpture mm-hmm. made from what do you say, terracotta? Terracotta. What the heck is what the hell is that? All these big words. <laughs> oh, come on! <laughs> oh, come on, Arthur! What is that? What is terracotta? Well, basically, it's mud. Uh, ter- terra <laughs> is land, and the cotta is a type of mud. So, oh, uh, it's oh. like if you've been in Georgia. And you seen that red clay soil? Yes, yes. Okay. Well, that's that would be like terracotta, that red clay uh, dirt, and and it's like it's like a clay material, and you can mold things out. Okay, of it. I got that. Okay, that makes sense because I do know for a fact that artists normally make make a small version of their major project. Oh, right? all the time. So it looks like they found the original sculpture mm-hmm. that he based this project off of. Okay, so I got that. And then, Arthur, uh, I'm going to have you repeat that. All right, so just go ahead and repeat it. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but go ahead. There is a sculpture made from terracotta, holds some clues around the rumors concerning the statue's origins. A 19 and 3 eighths inch maquette is estimated to have a date of CA 1870. The sculpture shows what may be a broken shackle in her hand, what AP the statue's design almost certainly evolved from an earlier concept. Okay, then wait a minute, wait a minute. It seemed like to me it said that the statue has some broken shackles in their hand, right? Mm-hmm. And also it looks like it was around uh, some shackles around her ankle. Okay, first of all, that does sound like a slave to me so far. <laughs> so tell me more about the statue, please. The statue's design almost certainly evolved from an earlier concept Bartoldi proposed for a colossal monument in Egypt for which the artist used his drawings of Egyptian women as models. All right, never sure I got this right, Casey. First of all, the, the miniature version of the Statue of Liberty, which mm-hmm. normally the uh, artist will start off with before mm-hmm. they do their major project. Here's a couple things I got from Arthur. Thank you, Arthur. 
One is you saying that it had broken shackles in her hand, right? Mm -hmm. And also he said there was a broken shackle on her foot, so broken chains. Uh-huh. And then also the model that he used was from Egypt. We know that's <laughs> in Africa. Oh, yeah. And then think about this also. That statue was from circa 1870, shortly after the end of slavery and about uh, 12 years before he finished the original Statue of Liberty. So, you know, it takes a long time to make something like that. Yeah. So, you know, it fits in perfectly with the with the timeline. Well, I think I think we might have been. I, I think I think we might be on some here, Leon. Looks like a. Uh, uh, I think we might be on to something. I think the school had did us a misservice. We need to call the police on it. <laughs> we really do. I think our education has been robbed. All right. Okay, Arthur, I got another question. This is a big one, so listen carefully. Tell me, did the history books in this country, did it make reference to this design at all? The history books does not make any reference to this design. Ooh, ooh. Not surprising. Ooh, ooh. Not surprising at all. You know, That's we, we've the, been robbed. But, yeah, but think about this. This isn't the first time that uh, things involving Black people, Black culture, Black accomplishments have been whitewashed in American history. I mean, there's just an endless list of them. Um, for example, uh, uh, the Tuskegee Airmen, uh, World War II, mm -hmm. when you read the school's history books, they don't mention them at all. And yet they were the most successful um, flying uh, regiment in the entire World War II, not just for the United States, but for any country. Well, that's a good point, but you know that wasn't even mentioned. So that's is to me is one thing of as omitting, uh, not mentioning. It's another thing that just gave us totally wrong information. Wrong information. Yeah. In fact, let's let's do this one. I'm gonna say uh, uh, Christmas addicts. This we have to say about that because you did hear that in school, right? Okay. Okay. Here we go. Information on Christmas addicts. Oh, I didn't say it. I missed. I must have made a mistake. Let's try it again. Information. Oh, I don't want to act right. Information on Christmas addicts. All right. Apparently, uh, that. Not, is kicking yeah, in. apparently so. <laughs> All right. Now we, I think we did this early, but I think we use Arthur, and I'm just trying to use a, a different because Arthur knows uh, what we're saying. Facts about Christmas addicts. According to History.com, Crispus Addicts, a multiracial man who had escaped slavery, is known as the first American colonist killed in the American Revolution. On the evening of March 5, 1770, British troops fired into a crowd of angry American colonists in Boston who had taunted and violently harassed them. Five colonists were killed. All right. Now, you hear that? Now, we already knew that he was the first one that died, right? But right. here's something that I think they're tricking us already. It says here, on the evening of March 5, 1770, British troops fired in a crowd of angry Americans. Now, Okay, this is my thing. I don't think they fired into the crowd because they're awfully lucky to, to hit a black guy, the only black guy <laughs> in the crowd. 
the only black crowd in the crowd. Now, I did do some research. Yeah. On this. Okay. Tell me about this. Okay. There were actually 25 soldiers that fired into this crowd. All right. Okay. Okay. Four other people beside Christmas Addicts was was hit and killed. Got it. But Christmas Addicts was hit 21 times. See <laughs> <laughs> there. I'm telling you. didn't tell us all that. They did not tell us all that. You know, so anyway, it's awfully hard for me to believe that the only brother in this big crowd was the one that they shot first. So uh, now also now on the serious note, I did hear something that was uh, that knew I didn't pick up. He was uh, a biracial. Yes. Um, That's what it said. Yeah. But but now when you say biracial, the first thing people think is black and white. Mm -hmm. But he was not black and white. He was, um, I guess. African American, if you will, and uh, Native American. Oh, that's right. In fact, that's what it says right here. You you are spot on. So I didn't know that in history either, right? Right. Now, of course, now my family would tell me all the time that hey, we got Indian in us. <laughs> <laughs> just by every African American. But, but for some reason, our hair just didn't work out right. <laughs> yeah, it didn't work out. Make right. <laughs> up a tribe. I got that in. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but I know I, a lot of girls was they after they got that perm, suddenly they had some Indian. They had some Indian. I got him. I got him. All right. So tell me, tell me this, tell me this, Casey. What did, what do you know about Abraham Lincoln based on what you have learned in school? Uh well, let's see. He was a 16th president. Yes. All right. Um he ran on a platform in which he wanted to stop the importation of more slaves into the country, but not to end slavery. And that's why the Southerners hated him. Well, uh, he was the first Republican president. True. Uh, at the time, he was the tallest president that we had. Okay, all right, all right, all right, all right, fine, 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 fine. You know, but, but in reality, um, you know, Abraham Lincoln, he didn't want to free the slaves. Oh, I know that. Yeah, because I'll, let me no, tell well, you. well, no. I, I tell you why. Okay. I tell you why. He said, uh, "Okay, see, okay. this is what he said in speech." Mm -hmm. He said, "I want free slaves." <laughs> oh, it's, I yeah. do too. Yeah, I do too. They misinterpret. <laughs> he said, "I didn't say free the slaves. I said I wanted free slaves." But it was too. It was, it too was late. misinterpreted, yeah. so they just ran. So with they what just they ran. With they it. That, that's what they did. They just ran with that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, but but, but but here are some things about Lincoln um, that you didn't learn from the history book. The only thing they really said that uh, are really known for is that freeing the slaves. And in reality, here's some things in history that you didn't know. Did you know that Abraham Lincoln had a nervous breakdown? Yes, yes, he did. He was he he was committed. He had a nervous breakdown. In fact, uh, he lost when he ran for the, the state a state office. He lost, and that was in 1832. And then in 1838, he was defeated as a speaker. Yep. And then in 1843, he was defeated uh, for a nominee for Congress. Nope, didn't make it then. And also, he was renominated in 1848, and he lost again. That's right. <laughs> and then in 1854. He was defeated in the U.S. Senate. And then in 1856, he was defeated for a nominee of vice president. And then uh, two years later, 
He was defeated for the U.S. Senate again. Wow. So this dude had a lot of yeah, losing records. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Epic failure. Yeah, but they don't talk about that. And, and in reality, I think they should because it does have some good out of this because I truly yeah. feel with all these losses, he ended up being victorious at the end. And that and that tells me he was persistent. Yeah, and, and those losses help build character. You know, when you suffer uh, a setback or a defeat, you can either let it get you down or you can learn and grow from it. And he learned to grow from it and grew from it. You're absolutely spot on. All right. Well, anyway, that was the topic in the barbershop on Saturday. I was talking about how the history books and the history lessons in school have failed us. They did not give us all the histories or they modified it in the big one was on the Statue of Liberty. Uh, any yeah, other topics in others. there? Yeah, throw a few others in there that they talked about. Okay. Uh, first of all, uh, Christopher Columbus was not the first sea captain to make it to what is now the United States. That was Amerigo Vespucci. That's why we're the United States of America and not the America, uh, United States of Columbus. And Amerigo Vespucci was a black Italian. Uh, also, the origin oh, of- Oh, stop, stop there, right there, right there. Because first of all, you're- you are absolutely spot on. I can tell you that. And then, how dare they? I tried to use this because you know I was I seen this uh, one of those expensive cars that uh-huh. I really wanted. So I got in there, and the guy called the police. Police came up and said, "Uh, uh, you got to get out of there because you're still in the car." I said, "I did not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not stealing this. I, I discovered this car." <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. I discovered this. It was sitting here, and nobody's there. The police officer said, "But there's an owner. The owner's right there." I said. I don't care. I discovered it. <laughs> yeah. So that Columbus theory was 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 a bunch of crap. Right. Anyway. He didn't discover America. There was already millions of natives already <laughs> here already yeah. anyway. So he did get here. A- absolutely. Uh, but on his first maiden voyage, he went to the Bahamas. <laughs> America Vespucci <laughs> made it to the United States, what oh. is now the United States. All right. Okay. So what else did they talk about in that? That was good stuff. Uh, the origins of the banjo. Uh, the the banjo, which uh, later led to the development of the guitar. It's actually a West African instrument that came over with slavery. Uh, also, what you don't hear about is the Black Wall Street and the, and the massacre in Tulsa and the massacre in Rosewood, where white societies, for no valid reason, just uh, massacred these successful Black communities. Oh, you know, in fact, we need to maybe talk about that on another podcast, because we can talk about that for a very long time, because these things have been totally totally omitted from the history book. And, and, and in fact, that town that you made reference to is totally was wiped off the map. Yeah. So true enough, these are some great points and we need to continue to bring this up. We're going to talk about it in the next podcast because we are running short. Okay. Uh, at this point, I'm just going to go ahead and pause here to recognize our sponsor. And our first sponsor is Out The Way. Out the And we are here at Out The Way Studios, but they do more than just provide this studio for our fun. Out the way, provide custom-made T-shirts and other apparels. If you have any questions or want to make an order or looking for information, go ahead and email KingCap. And Cap is with a K. It is King, K-I-N-G, Cap, K-A-P, 317 at gmail.com. Yes, that is KingCap, and it's for custom-made apparel. Now, our second sponsor is 421 Barbershop. And that's 421 Barbershop in Indianapolis on Michigan Road, where good things happen to your hair. So if you want to come in, if you want something good to happen to your hair, come and see any other master barber at 421 Barbershop. Oh, yeah. And I just want to say that uh, 
I am a frequent customer of uh, King Cat. I have uh, a couple of orders uh, in tow now, including uh, a hoodie with our new um, logo. logo. So, oh, yeah, it's looking awfully good. So you'll be seeing me out in the community real soon with a hoodie on with our new Barbershop Talk logo on it, and uh, it's looking pretty good. I've seen the, the the design. I can't wait to actually sport it. Yeah, matter of fact, I, I think it looks really, really good. In fact, it is just heavenly. All right. Okay. So anyway, and also it, it, our, our other logos, some people said it was ugly. Uh, I thought it was attractive, but I heard them loud and clear. You're ugly, and you're ugly, and your mother ugly, and your sister ugly. You're just plain old ugly. Yeah, they went a little bit too far. Yeah, I didn't even know logo had parents. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they, went, they went way too far, way too far. But anyway, we do have a new logo. In fact, I do believe that we gave one of our, our listeners uh, a free T-shirt, and, and that was Mr. Logic. Oh, yeah. And, and um, Mr. Logic actually uh, sent me a picture. Uh, sporting uh, this new uh, T-shirt with our logo on it, and it looks real good. Yes, he said that the logo, the T-shirt was heavenly. Yes, it's heavenly. All right. Okay. So, <laughs> all right. Hey, there's another topic I do want to talk about, uh, Casey. Uh, and we are here in Indianapolis, so you know we would be remiss if we don't talk about the Indianapolis Colts. And I do have to say, they have decided, yay, they have decided not to bring back Bill Rivers. Yes, but that leaves us a hole. So now what are we going to do? Well, right now it appears that there may be several uh, quarterbacks that may be in play or on the market or on the move. Uh, But what looks most likely to happen and I mean, I'm okay with it, but it's certainly not my first or second choice. But it looks like every indication, I should say, appears that Matthew Stafford is going to be involved in the trade coming to the Colts. Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm hearing, too. And in fact, I heard that he expressed an interest. But a lot of times it's still early in negotiation, right? It's early in negotiation. I do know there's some other teams out there that need a quarterback. Washington will be one. Uh, the Jets would be another. Uh, also, Pittsburgh was mentioned in the mix. Pittsburgh, New England. Oh, yeah, definitely New England. San Francisco. Yeah. So, uh, but uh, now Deshaun Watson has demanded uh, to be traded. So that's going to shake up the apple cart. Um, Aaron Rodgers made comments that he would like to, you know, that would suggest that he would like to move on. I, I can't see Green Bay parting ways with him. No. What was uh, mm-hmm. the backlash? Ooh. Even though. Last year they drafted a quarterback in the first round, so yeah, I never say never. Yeah, I, I just think that uh, Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers—they're just fighting one another. They're just going through a couple rounds. <laughs> they're just going through a couple <laughs> rounds. Uh, you know, they're just doing punches. Well, oh, that's a hard punch. Speaking of a hard punch and fighting, uh, Conor McGregor got knocked out got last Saturday night fight. Out and. Uh, you know, I, now I wish I had bought the pay per view. <laughs> yeah, I did not like the guy. I mean, that's right. Knock him out. Because <laughs> he talks too much. 
He really talks too much. I think that well, uh, but uh, he's, he's arrogant, but arrogant works well when you back it up in that in that arena. That is correct. You back it up. But when you're arrogant and you get knocked out, oh. yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, yes, he used to be a winner. Duh. Winning. But now he is a you are one pathetic loser. <laughs> <laughs> that is spot on. Because I think he lost uh, three of his last six. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, I mean he's done now. If uh, um, if if uh, if, if our listeners don't remember him, he also was. Remember when he fight Mayweather? Floyd Mayweather. Floyd, yeah, and he's talking all that big stuff, talking about what he was gonna do. Yeah, he just talked way too much. And what really bothered me with all the talking is that he went beyond the normal scope and was saying all these negative things uh, about Floyd Mayweather's mother. Yep. That was too bad. Well, that's all I got to say. He lost. Got knocked out. Got embarrassed. Got humiliated. Looked terrible. Don't come back. Don't come back. <laughs> so anyway, he is done and he is over with. All right. Well, I think that takes up the majority of our time, Casey. So what I'm going to do is just go ahead and close out. First of all, I would like to thank our listeners for listening. Uh, and Casey, I'm going to turn it over to you so you can go ahead and close out. I want to thank you for listening to our podcast. Please tell your family, friends, and enemies about our podcast, Barbershop.talk podcast, available on your favorite podcast platforms. Let's have peace in the streets. Be wise, be safe, and be loved. And we say, go, go mob. mob.